Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock! I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige right across from me. Tornado ripped its way through Johnson County yesterday. And some of the most amazing, horrifying photos came from the social media account of somebody whose job is to tell you about these storms. Marcus Bailey, meteorologist for Wish TV 8, joins us on the drivehubler.com hotline. Marcus, I was uh, following your Twitter feed yesterday because at first it started off as thunderstorm warnings and things like that. We had hail falling and you had some great pictures and I started retweeting things and then you posted a photo of what it was like over by your house in Johnson County, and you can clearly see the tornado in the background. How close did that get to your house? I would guesstimate, kind of looking from it's. I'll tell you, it certainly felt a lot closer than maybe what it was um, as as I was kind of you know looking outside. Um, but probably at the tail end of that. Um, I would say probably uh, within a mile, maybe a mile and a half. Um, you know, it was interesting, Hammers, that the, the, that whole thing kind of progressed. We had the severe thunderstorm warnings going off, and there was some damaging wind, and then all of a sudden that thing just cycled up so fast. And we got the emergency alerts on the phone, and you heard the sirens going off in Johnson County, and I'm getting my family downstairs and saying, hey, let's just, like, you know, get in the safe spot here. And me being the dad, and, I mean, I'm, I'm a weather nerd, too. I had to take a peek outside, and it was one of those moments where I'm like, is this really happening, that I could actually see the debris being lifted? You couldn't really initially see the funnel, but you looked over the houses, and I was looking to the west, and there was clearly debris being lofted. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is a tornado that is very, very close to our neighborhood. And, Marcus, it feels like this came on so fast. We knew mm-hmm. there was the chance for severe weather, but it feel like it went from sunshine and 80-plus mm-hmm. degrees to severe thunderstorm warning, sirens are going off, some places are getting hail, to tornado on the ground very quickly. It did. Um, and we, we were concerned with that. We knew that we were going to get two waves of rain initially. We were going to have this morning complex, which, you know, we did. And thankfully, it came through with no severe weather issues. But boy, I mean, if you went outside yesterday before the second act, the second wave of severe weather came out, you just felt it, it felt different, right? It was soupy. It was juicy is the, the word that I kind of used. It felt like Florida. If you've been down to yeah. Florida, it felt just like that. Absolutely. And so that's never a good sign when you get in these kind of setups, because that means the the atmosphere, the air is primed and ready to go. And that's exactly what happened. Um, We had untapped um, potential. And once the storm started kind of going and they were just free moving into areas that had all of this juicy air into it, uh, there was nothing to really slow it down. And so that's why they ended up ramping up. And to your point, Hammer, I mentioned it on air this morning. This is the first time in a long time where we really had all phases of severe weather. It wasn't just the tornadoes. They're going to get all of the the play because of the incredible video. But some of the hail, I mean, we had baseball size, softball size hail in some areas. And then some damaging wind um, reports, too. So you had all kind of severe weather reports with this. It was it was just a nasty, nasty complex. 
We're chatting with Marcus Bailey, meteorologist for Wish TV 8, not only reporting on the tornado damage in Johnson County, was able to see it from his house. Marcus, have you had a chance to kind of go around the neighborhood, drive around a little bit to see any of the damage? I haven't. I know the vicinities of where they're at, but, you know, you know, I've, I've done this long enough now that I don't I don't want to be a looky-loo. You know, I wasn't officially in a working capacity yesterday, and I know that there's a lot of recovery efforts with making sure, first and foremost, that everybody was safe. And from what I understand now, at least at least in my area, there were there were no reported significant injuries, but there's a whole lot of damage uh, to you know that extends from just minor, maybe some roof damage to complete destruction of of buildings. And so I, I didn't get a chance. I've seen what we have shown on Wish TV, um, which looks pretty extensive. I go by these areas frequently because obviously it's very close within a mile or two. Um, so I'm very familiar with there's there's really incredible video that's been going around of a, an apartment complex that was in the process of being built uh, that was just completely, uh, not completely destroyed, but a lot of destruction with it. And that's probably about a mile and a half from my house. So I think once things kind of settle down, I may kind of venture out to t- kind of take a look. I'm trying to stay clear a little bit to let everybody kind of get the recovery efforts going on. How close was this area that's been affected to the area that got hit early Mm -hmm. in the year, late March, early April, I can't remember, but the new Whiteland area, uh, man, it seems like they just can't catch a break. How close was this area to that area? Awfully close. Now, none of the areas that were hit, so that that tornado outbreak was March 31st, um, and it hit squarely in Whiteland. This I did a measurement um, of where the estimated track from yesterday's storm was to the March 31st tornado outbreak, and it was about is a little less than four and a half miles from that from that track. So you're talking about you know yesterday's was was kind of the north end of Bargersville, and then kind of on the Greenwood New Whiteland line, whereas the March 31st one was a little bit farther south. And, and impacted squarely just the town of Whiteland. But look, I mean, if you're, I mean, they're still cleaning up from that, that March storm in Whiteland. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people get stressed out when they hear the sirens. Yesterday, I'm sure, was an extremely stressful day because not only were the sirens going off, they were probably close enough that they, could, they didn't get any damage in Whiteland, but I'm certain that they could probably see the tornado from where they were at. So let's talk about the sirens here for just a moment, because yeah. I think it feels like we should refresh everybody on when you hear the siren. Because a lot of yeah. people, they were watching the news, they hear, oh my God, there's a tornado touching down in Johnson County right now. And then I live in Marion County, I hear mm-hmm. the sirens where I live. So let's refresh when you hear a siren go off, what does that mean? The, the problem is, Hammer, is it, it's, it's a little bit different for every county. And so that's why we urge people. I mean, sirens are designed specifically for people that are outdoors. It's not intended for people that are inside because it is a very old technology. But the siren is there to give you a heads up that there is impending severe weather. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's always a tornado warning for case in point. Right. Um, I know in Johnson County and in Marion County, if you're under a tornado watch, they will sound the tornado sirens if there is a severe thunderstorm warning. 
So that could be some cause for confusion. Because there was Um, a severe thunderstorm warning in Marion County yesterday, and those sirens went off, but it happened to be around the same time that the tornado outbreak was happening in Johnson County. And I think a lot of people were confused, thinking that the tornado was going to be making its way to Marion County. Correct. And I mean, look, I mean, this was, you're talking northern Johnson County. It's, It's fairly close, and so I get where that but the the, the, the the polygon for that tornado warning never really entered into marion county but the protocol has always been if there was a tornado watch and a severe thunderstorm warning in marion county that's they sound the siren and so not only if you lived on the south side of indianapolis did you hear the sirens but those sirens were going off in northern marion county as well which can be confusing right because that's a long way away from where all of this action was taking place so The way I always try to tell people is this, is if the siren is going off, you need to take your precautions, sure. But I think that's also a sign for you to get more information on exactly where this is. There are so many tools that you can use uh, online uh, via apps that can alert you. Um, I know my EAS, if you have your EAS uh, action on your phone, your smartphone, we ended up getting that push uh, alerts via the via the, because of the government sending that out, um, and so that's when you knew it was a legit tornado warning that was going on, and not so much the sirens. So, the sirens have their use, and I'm not trying to discount that at all. But I think there are there's some confusion. It's it's useful. Use that, but also use it as a chance to gather more information via apps, via TV, via radio. Um, and, and, and via the uh, via social media as well. Well, Marcus, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad your family, your house is okay. And uh, again, great job yesterday keeping everybody up to date with your social media feed and everything. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it. Thank you, Hammer.